Akwaba. Welcome back to the Team Ghana U podcast. Bite says where you receive news, updates, discussion, and everything significant football and Ghana related. As always, I want you, the listeners, to be actively involved by tweeting or emailing us for discussion or wanting more information. Our three segments as usual, youth, senior, and other. Youth football. What I want to do is discuss Colts football just very, very brief and just talk about its history um, to where we are today. Um, what I've done is I've got an excerpt to which I also want to read out, to which I've kind of added my own bits and pieces to it as well, which will hopefully also add a bit more body to it. Youth football is the foundation of all nations, from England to Brazil. It may work different by way of process, but it's the foundation to senior success. Beyond the national success, Kwame Nkrumah invested heavily in youth leagues, known as Colts football, and likely contributed to a lot of success between the 60s and 80s, where we won multiple AFCON titles. With economic downturn, public funds towards the Colts league became limited, and the success of the World Championships in 1991 and 95 covered a rise in problems in the development of youth leagues and the league itself. Which leads us to today. Away from the documented issues, structures which have been put in place for professional leagues, coupled with investment and sponsorship, have brought us success in reaching three World Cup tournaments in recent time. Back to Colts football. With its fall, it had a knock-on effect with the youth national size to the senior. We've seen the emergence of private and clubs in Europe with academies in Ghana. With talent on our doorstep, it's investment in programmes and sport, which has led to breakout players then and now of Neil Ampty to Matthew Cujo, who now has a host of European clubs tracking him following his success in recent weeks. There has been private investment, but in recent months with a new GFA board, hopefully the investment Colts football requires to develop talents of football in general will be made available. Senior football. In the past week or so, we've decided to kind of like launch an initiative to which we're going to post anything from the 60s era up until today, which is modern time, up until 2020, but essentially 2019 because we've only just started 2020. But however, the reason why we're doing this is I know... Last year we did a lot of youth players, um, we did um, a period where we're celebrating just legends just in general um, and at the same time also we did I think a week or two where we're celebrating women's football as well. So what I would like to do is for the next, in fact for the next six weeks essentially, so it's the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, the 10s up until today. So we're going to celebrate for seven days each of those eras. Um, to which I think is really, really important because I don't think I see enough representation of us actually celebrating each other. Well, certainly um, from a football perspective, obviously with the year of 10, I think there's been a lot of celebration, but I think it's very important to understand the direction in which we would like to go to or the direction we, we, which we want to go into. I think it's important to understand our past and I think it's important to celebrate our past. So that is what we will do over the next, say, six to eight weeks up until I think it's March the 1st. Um, so do check that out obviously on our Instagram page. Um, at Team Ghana EU um, Club football So just very, very briefly I think there's been A bit of success um, On a club football front With I think Jordan IU um, Scoring a lot of important goals For Crystal Palace um, As they Maintain their charge I was going to say Towards Europe Which in some case Is true um, But I would say Maintain their charge And obviously maintain their form Because I think they're playing very well So they played Arsenal To which I believe He grabbed the goal um, and also he played very well against Manchester City as well. But there's another, there's a few goals in between those games to which um, have been obviously great importance, obviously to his club side, and have kept them at the top half of the table. The women's league is commencing Ghana, so I think it's really important we actually start supporting that and actually looking at that. Um, the Instagram page for that, from what I know, is at WPL underscore Ghana. 
Um, so do have a look at that. Um, that is something I'll obviously update yourselves with obviously in the next coming weeks and obviously in the future as well. There was something that came to my attention um, last week or the week before. I've been looking for Ghanaian representation, obviously Ghanaian size in the CAF Champions League. Um, not just over the past couple of weeks, but maybe a, um, prior to that as well. And I found out obviously there wasn't any Ghanaian size then. It only took um, me in jogging my memory and that obviously because... Um, there was no Ghanaian football in terms of it being suspended for a long time. That that was the likelihood and probably the reason behind why there was no Ghanaian representation in the CAF Champions League. And it made me then obviously trickle down the effect that they're obviously in so. There obviously there are no players playing football. So there's obviously... I mean, if we, if we move aside some of the mainstream players um, in Ghanaian football, there's probably thousands and thousands of players who are professionals um, who would have been without football um, for a very, very long time, which I found very, very disturbing, but in truth, it's a reality. Um, so I just thought I'd pass the information on um, as to maybe why there was no representation, obviously, in the CAF Champions League. Um, but unfortunately, it is what it is. We're at a place now where hopefully things will, um, well, things have turned around, and hopefully we can start looking forward towards the future. I touched on investment in youth football, and I'd like to read a message I saw on LinkedIn recently. Many African clubs lack the commercial nous and financial resources to be able to nurture, promote and commercially exploit the talent on their doorsteps. The result is tiny crowds and limited TV audiences, with African fans far more interested in English Premier League and other top European clubs than domestic football. I think it's time Africa um, developed its football locally um, in having proper leagues to produce players week in, week out to maintain the success of these leagues. In support of that and the African Player of the Year was recently, the CAF Select 11 was of high quality. My question was, how close is Africa and Ghana to its first World Cup triumph and how closer is it to its first Ballon d'Or win in over two decades following George Ware winning in 1995? Got a lot of players now playing in Europe, alright, where they're being, if we're being, if, if we're being honest with ourselves, playing football a higher quality, a faster pace and you know, exposed to um, different types of football as well. So the CAF Select 11 was of high quality. How close are we to our first World Cup triumph, whether it's Africa or Ghana? And how close are we to its first Ballon d'Or winner in over two decades? I think it's important to actually highlight this. And the reason why I say that, I know George Ware was playing in Europe and from Milan and I'm going to say PSG at the time, that crossover, and when he won this award. Um, but African players, just in general, I think within the era where it was George Ware, and whether it was Abede Pele, you're talking about the Kanu, so on and so forth. There's so many different players I can actually touch on. And I'm going to say developing players locally was um, something to which... Uh, and in fact, Ghana were champions at that point as well, 1995, and world champions. Um, but the point I'm actually alluding to is important we don't move away from that essence of developing players locally. And I think it's important if we focus on developing players locally, to which to benefit, obviously, our, our national league, you will have more, more viewership, um, whether it's by, by way of um, TV or by way of obviously gate receipts and people coming into the stadiums to watch these games. And I think by doing that, I think you will then begin to um, create opportunity for sponsorship investment, to which obviously will create obviously wealth for all, which is obviously the tagline to which um, the, the GFA have used obviously in recent times. So I think it's important that we do actually focus on youth football 
um, in the coming months and in the coming years and hopefully we'll bear fruit of that because I think there's some fantastic players playing off in Europe at this moment in time and as I mentioned before the CAF Select 11 was of high quality and probably the best I've seen in recent years um, definitely the best I've seen in recent years but more so because I'm maybe a little bit older I'm able to appreciate it a lot more um, but I'm definitely very aware obviously of our past um, our African past in which obviously we had some players of high quality playing um, in the mid 90s and so on and so forth but again we're going to close there. I'd like to thank you for your time and obviously look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. Again, if you've got any questions or queries, do not hesitate to fire those questions away at Team Ghana EU. Thank you. Take care. And again, see you in a couple of weeks.